What's up, y'all? Welcome to Good Pussy Talk with Ashley Asset, the Divine Feminine Podcast. And we are back with another full-length episode. Today, we're going to dive into something a little bit more taboo. So if you are uncomfortable talking about sex, sex as an energy, sexual encounters and exchanges, then I'm warning you now. (laughs) I really wanted to dive in the concept of, I don't know if you've heard this term before, but it's called soul snatching. And I feel like in our community right now, especially um, amongst spiritual beings, we are really hearing a lot of the terms of like demon time and soul snatching and people growing toxic basically from having a sexual experience with someone resulting in a toxic energy. I wanted to dive into the the root of that because I feel like I see it, I hear it quite often um, of people kind of being in these positions where the dynamic of the relationship has become the way it was based upon the sexual encounters that you had with that person. And a lot of people will interpret this as, you know, being like in a sexually karmic situation or kind of being, having sex with a demon or energy vampire, all these kind of shit that you hear. But I really wanted to get to the root of the, the um, science behind it. And one of the things I realized is that we often hear this, but when someone is able to help you reach your sexual peak, it is directly correlated to a level of dependency on someone else to be the source of the maximum level of pleasure that you've experienced. So when I say that, I'm saying it from the stance of like a lot of times when you haven't explored your own body, you haven't gone down the journey of knowing how to bring yourself to the highest peak of sexual pleasure, a.k.a. your orgasm, and you come into contact with a person who you have a sexual experience with and they help you reach that peak. A lot of times this gets translated into becoming a dependent situation where you're like, quote unquote, hooked or You find yourself putting up and tolerating certain things in a dynamic based upon the sex being as good as it is or it having helped you reach a level of pleasure that you've never experienced outside of that encounter. So I personally feel as though great sex only becomes addictive when you've forsaken the concept of self-pleasure. When you haven't taken the time to learn your body in ways you and you allow someone else to come in and kind of learn your body for you without you taking ownership at any point, you do put your sexual pleasure in the hands of someone else. You make your ability to reach that peak dependent upon another person's actions. And that puts us in those situations where when that relationship is no longer healthy or we are can no longer depend on that person in that way, we struggle to get through those times of breakups or separations sexually because we haven't learned to pleasure ourselves in that way or get ourselves to that level of pleasure. And so then you run back, you know, to exes and things like that, that you wind up having sex with because you just, you want to feel that feeling again. So this is why I advocate for us to explore our own bodies and our sexual peaks before we make it the sole responsibility of someone else. Before we make it the sole responsibility of someone else similar to marriage. If we have done the home, done our own homework on our own bodies 
and explored what could bring us pleasure and what could increase the level of pleasure that we experience, we no longer need someone else to fill that void for us in the instant that they can't. And I say that lightly because I don't want it to come across as though I'm advocating that we don't need other people to enhance our sexual experiences. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we don't become codependent on someone else to enhance our sexual experiences. Great sexual experiences are meant to introduce us to new levels of self-awareness and exploration, whether it be with a partner or with ourselves. But that journey should never be the responsibility of someone else outside of yourself because, like I said, it can create a codependency on receiving that pleasure, um, even if it's to your detriment, even if it's um, for the sake of hindering your journey and your progression and your growth forward. And so that's why a lot of times people can find themselves in situations where they can't get over an ex or they can't get over a sexual partner and they feel like they're drawn to keep going back to that place knowing it's not good for them or it's not beneficial or it doesn't work out is because they have not learned how to provide for themselves in the way that that person or that relationship provided for them in that way. So your relationship with sex and your motivation motivation behind why you choose to have sex with someone can provide a lot of insight to the effects that the sexual experiences can have on you. Now, this could be for better or for worse. So I wanted to introduce this concept of like how we approach sex, our thoughts about sex, and why we engage in it. I feel as though everybody has a different reason as to why they engage in sex. Some reason could be for the for for the term of safety. And I would like to inc- incorporate the chakras and how they all come into play here. So to understand the chakras as an energetic point, a lot of people use sex to connect with their root chakra, meaning this sense of security and safety. So you can you have people who may feel more grounded when they're having consistent sexual partner or partners or partner. Um, they may feel like it calms them. I don't know if you ever met somebody who said who likes to have sex when they're in a state of stress because they feel as though that sexual exchange can actually bring them to a place of balance, to a place of groundedness. But we also have to understand that in this, there's a there's a one extreme of the spectrum and there's a, another extreme of the spectrum. And determining the health of that energetic point can determine how far along that spectrum you are if this resonates with you. So for example, if you're operating from a very well-balanced root chakra, you you won't necessarily depend on sex for the feeling of safety. But when you have sex, you get that sense of safety and home and security. But when you aren't receiving it, it's not detrimental to your ability to feel secure and feel firm. So we have to ask ourselves when it comes to the the more unbalanced part of this energy is, are we having sex to tie someone to us? Because that's when you start to, it'll start to play out in different ways when you notice that someone uses sex for a sense of security because they could use sex as a way to keep you in a relationship, use sex as a way to keep you tied to a certain situation. And also, do you do it to survive? So now are you having sex for the sake of being able to pay your bills, for the sake of being able to supply your basic needs. And that's where you notice like people who are sex workers, 
this is a common thing in the community. People do sex work, but their idea and their, their purpose for sex is different, which is why they can engage in that work. They see sex as a means of survival versus sex as a means um, for some of the other points that we're going to talk about as we continue. So that is how you can kind of gauge what, where you fall on that spectrum or where the people you're thinking about or maybe those who you engage with because it's also important to know the people that we're having sex with what is their purpose for having sex how do they view sex and what is their why behind engaging in the activity because when two people engage in sex for two different reasons it can create a sense of disharmony or um, confusion amongst that communication line that happens when you have a sexual encounter with someone so the sacral chakra, often if you're having sex from a place of um, connecting mostly with your sacral chakra, you have a lot of people will, in this in this category will have sex for the sake of how it feels, for the sake of a feeling. So these people are very big on reaching the peak of orgasm, being like these things, and it, it's a it's a sense of release for them emotionally. It makes them feel better when they engage, which is why, again, if you watch the previous episodes, I talk a lot about the sacred chakra and how when you, you exercise this area, it can actually make your sex life feel better. And this speaks to that point and how this can be used. But if someone solely sees sex from the standpoint of how it makes them feel, then you have to know that that person uses sex to release and move stuck energy. It's like a release for them. And this also could, so someone who, who uses sex as a form of being creative, like they feel they're most creative after having sex and things of that sort. Those are the people who feel their way through sex. The sex provides a level of release and a feeling for them. So how this can go to the other extreme is asking ourselves, do we have sex to get high? Has sex now become a drug for me where I depend on it to get this feeling so much that I'm addicted to it now? Do we use sex to avoid thinking about things or avoid dealing with certain situations in our life? Are we now acting out in sex as a form of grief? Which you'll notice, like people who may be going through shit tend to, like if they are rested in this area when it comes to their sex life, they tend to use sex as a way to get over things, to use sex as a way to not have to feel pain or feel hurt or feel um, discontentment. It's kind of like they use sex to numb themselves. So you notice that people who are recently divorced may have active sex lives in ways that they, depending, because it really just depends on how that person uses sex to feel. So the next would be the solar plexus. And the solar plexus really talks about the sense of identity, the sense of ego, the sense of who you are. And when you use sex from the place of the solar chakra, sorry, the solar plexus, then you have to ask yourself, do I, do I use sex to feel it powerful? A lot of times people use pleasure as a way to harness their power and claim their desires. So it's like, you feel powerful when you're having sex. You feel in control when you're having sex. You feel confident when you're having sex. It's, it's like it's a boost to the ego when you have sex. That 
is though you find those are people who tend to um, use sex to manipulate on the other extreme of it because they they know that that's when they're the most powerful. So they may use that to get what they want. Um, they may use that to feed their own ego to feel better about themselves. It becomes a, a boost of a self-esteem. So these are people you'll know who may, who may potentially lead with their sexuality, may lead with their sexual energy. So you also have to ask yourself, does it, does it become a situation where I become greedy with my pleasure to the point where I'm not even considering my partner's needs in that? So if you've ever had sex, a sexual experience with someone who it felt like, okay, you're just in this to get what you want out of it. You're in here to bust your, you know, whatever. And so those are the, a lot of times those dynamics consist of someone who may see sex as a form of power where they feel dominant, where they want to dominate. And this is where they dominate. Then we have the heart chakra where do we use sex as a form of love and bonding. These are those who, who actually really feel like a emotional connection to the sexual experience. This is where you find those people who like, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but people who say like they get whipped after having sex, like they fall in love after having sex. These are the type of people who come into the dynamic and in their sexual experiences, encounters, they, they do, they provide, engage in sex as a change for vulnerability. So on the other extreme of this, it could be a situation where you feel as though because you're having sex with someone that there's, there needs to be a level of vulnerability. And you always, if, if you are the person who operates from your heart chakra, when it comes to sexual activity and you find yourself having sex with someone who does it from a form of power, you'll notice that there's an emotional disconnect in that sexual experience where you tend to be giving this act of sex and efforts to hope to receive back vulnerability and hopes to receive back love. So these are on the sh more shadow aspect of this trait. It can become a situation where you're, you're, you're hoping that by having sex with this person that they'll fall in love with you by having sex with this person that you can keep their love and earn their love using sex as an exchange for love. And so if you are balanced in this area, then that's how you express love. That is what you do. That's how you bond. That is where you extend vulnerability is when you are being intimate from someone else. But the opposite of that is using that to gain and control someone else's ability to be intimate and vulnerable. So this is hopefully so far you guys are getting an understanding of how, how complex this concept of sexual energy exchange is and how when we are having sex, we're, we're communicating with each other. It's a form of communication. And a lot of times we think we know what communication is transpiring, but we don't. We don't know the communication and thoughts unless we're intentional on in getting to know these people and getting to know the thoughts of the people that we're sleeping with. We don't know the motivations behind sex for people. We don't know what sex does for them on an emotional, mental, physical, and a spiritual level. And we engage in activities. And if the lines of communications are crossed, it can create problems. It can create wreak havoc. It can really hurt people. So the next one will be the throat chakra. Do we have sex to communicate and express? These are our very ex sexually expressive people who I, I prefer to please you and show you how I feel about you. 
Sex is a way that I express my feelings towards you. This is how I communicate with you because I can't put it into words type of energy. Because the body has its own language and we can't always put things into words. So if you resonate with sex, engaging in sex from a standpoint of your throat chakra, then you use sex to express yourself, to communicate with the person that you are engaging with. But where we have to make sure that we are staying balanced is not getting to the place where we are now using sex or pleasure to validate ourselves. Where like we we want to make sure what we're communicating is from a, a pure place and not from a place of ego. Are we using sex to avoid judgment, to cover up a lack of confidence? Do we find our confidence so much in sex that that is now what we use sex for is is to display a level of confidence that we may not truly have. So this is really interesting. And I, I, I really, I, when I really studied this, I was almost jaw dropped because I've always understood the connection between sexual energy and what it communicates to the cells in our body and how connected we do become when we engage in those activities and the ability that this activity has to bring an entire um, universe and organism into a realm lets you know that there's a lot of cosmic energy that takes place during sexual exchanges. And if we're not privy to what is being communicated and what energies are at play, we can find ourselves in situations and not know how we got there not know why we attract certain sexual encounters that we attract, not know why we get the results from our sexual encounters that we get because we're not understanding the language that is being spoken during these processes. So if you are the type of person who uses sex and expresses sex from a standpoint of your third eye, then now you have to ask yourself, do I use sex as a form of meditation? Do I use sex as a form of like being present? This is honestly one where you begin to start to see sex more as a spiritual experiences as we come out of those lower chakras and begin to move into the higher chakras. We start to elevate our sexual experience from being merely just a physical encounter to a spiritual encounter. During this time, you could be the type of person that through sex, you receive downloads, you receive information. That is where you feel the most connected spiritually is in a time of sex. But where we have to now take it um, to what it looks like when it's in balance, and this is not operating from a balanced place, is are we entering sexual experiences with certain goals and expectations? Are we expected to have this like miraculous thing each time we have sex with a partner. And I think a lot of times that's where you can begin to chase a high or chase something, a feeling versus allowing it to manifest in this most authentic form. We can become extremists when it comes to thinking that, well, if I'm not happy, if the sexual experience is not providing me with this intensified spiritual experience, then there's something wrong, but that's not always the case. So with that being said, it's really about having that realistic expectation that 
you go into sex for the sake of it being a spiritual connection, but you may not always receive this um, philanthropic download from the, ex the exchange. It may not happen, but people who have this and operate from this perspective are always in a place to receive and experience that. It just may not always happen. So now, last but not least, if you experience sex from a place of the crown chakra, that's where you channel your sexual energy, you see sex as a union. And I resonate with this heavily because I just truly believe that sex goes beyond this realm, this 3D realm, and the connection between two people coming together in this union and the power that it houses and holds is it's a bonding experience for me. And there's a lot of people who may feel this way, that this can be a very bond, a spiritually bonding experience, a connection of two people becoming one in this experience. This is where you sex can be a place where you begin to discover parts of yourself, where sex becomes a place where you begin to re-identify with who you are and learn to accept the different parts of yourself by accepting the different parts of someone else. It becomes an intertwined energy that is meant to bring you to a place of self-discovery along your journey. It's To me, I see this as equally yoked. This is where you are now experiencing sex in its purest form with someone who is in alignment with you spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. To me, this, this is like the divine masculine and the divine feminine connecting in a sexual experience. So as you can see, as we travel through the different energy points of our bodies, we pro depending on where we are in our growth and where we are in um, balancing these energies and throughout our lives and throughout our experience determines how we process sex, determine what we use sex for, determines how we view and see sex. And when we understand that concept and we see that concept clearly, and we know it for ourselves to where we are able to identify that within self, I truly believe that we can take our sexual experiences to the next level and remove the toxicity that comes attached to our sexual experiences, especially the good ones. I think this concept of soul snatching, it, it really comes from an understanding of who we're sleeping with and what communication is being made during that time and how that communication is registering that information to ourselves. This is the concept of taking the time to get to know who you're sleeping with and understand um, how they process sex, what sex is to them, but also knowing that for yourself and making the decision if that you all are on the same lines of communication or not. <laughs> so hopefully this was able to give you similar to the reaction that I got when I heard and read about this because I was really feeling it. I felt it in my soul. Like there is more to this. This isn't just as simple as being addicted to the pleasure that someone can provide, but there is something happening cosmically that we might need to pay attention to, that we might need to be aware of, and that we might need to understand for ourselves so that we can create healthier 
and more powerful sexual encounters as we continue along our journey. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is definitely only just the beginning of scratching the surface of information to discover and explore and learn and also relay as we continue down this season, as we continue to explore our sexuality, our sensuality, and the energies that we possess and how we use those energies and transmute those energies throughout our daily lives. So until next time, please comment down below and let me know your thoughts on soul snatching. Let me know your thoughts on energy exchange during sex. Let me know your thoughts on how you may resonate with sex and what chakras do you believe your sexual energy is flowing and expressing itself through at this time? Because this energy can shift and change as you mature, grow, and develop in your journey. So please comment below. Let me know. I can't wait to read it. If you are not following me on Instagram, please follow me at Ashley Asset. And also, if you are not following me on Twitter, please follow me at Ashley Asset. If you are listening from YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can know when we post our next episode. Okay, until then, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.